0: Two Rad Chicks, Two Rad Chicks, Weekly Confessions, Adventures and Obsessions. G'day, 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 g'day. Welcome to Two Rad Chicks. My name is Deanne Love.
1: Is it? Isn't it? What else would it be? Leanne Dove? Ah, oh, Leanne Dove. Oh, yeah, sometimes I forget. I get it mixed up. Mm. What's your name? Grace Grogan? <laughs> no, it's Grace Hogan. <laughs> and deanne love hello and we are two ride chicks this is the place to be if you want to listen to two chicks air their dirty laundry and take <laughs> you on an adventure Uh-oh. <laughs> oh and share our writers songs of the week oh yeah oh have you got your songs grace yeah i'll pick them Scrambling from Rambling for our phones <laughs> okay we are back in action exciting
0: very exciting Where are we? We are in my house. We are. And there's mowing going on in the background, if you can hear that. There may be birds, mosquitoes. There could even
1: be a bush turkey and or a lizard or two. I live at the
0: beach, but basically it feels like the jungle. Mm -hmm. There's lots of wildlife around. Bush turkeys, lizards... Like big ones. Really amazing big ones. mozzie spiders. I had to shoo a spider out this oh, morning in no. my house. I know. I'm it getting was... really brave. I you was are. so scared of them. Yes.
1: Picture this. Grace Hogan nude. When a... you said picture this, it's like,
0: picture this We're both my naked. <laughs> trying to shoo out a spider. <laughs> That's
1: exactly what was happening. Except I was not trying to shoo out the spider. I was standing on the bed internally screaming while watching <laughs> you and i'm sure all of the neighbors could see as well watching you with a big long stick <laughs> saying good boy good boy grace likes to talk to all of the um the animals around here she's like dr doolittle it's very cute
0: i feel like when you talk to them and you like it, you treat them like a pet it, they become less scary or offensive yes that's. i'm trying true. to yeah hone mine. Trying to like get over my fear of
1: spiders. Yeah, we're doing it together. It's we're good. both, um, that's, yeah, bonding over shared trauma. Healthy. <laughs> 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 really healthy. It's working out well for us. Is anyone else scared of spiders? We have been trying to work out the the root cause, the deep depths of that phobia. Mm. Have we got there yet?
0: Well, getting there, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. I've come a long way. You have definitely. Definitely. And I feel like the trauma started when I was about seven years old and I wrapped a towel around myself Mm -hmm. and a massive huntsman spider ran up my body, my naked body, because I had just got out of the shower. So I was in a very vulnerable state. Yes. And I had to throw my body around that bathroom. Yuck. Like crazy until Mm. I felt it fall off me. Oh, and from then on goodness. I think it's just this deep-seated fear but there is probably some also underlying it's like the fear of not knowing where it's gonna go yes which is kind of you can relate to your whole entire life if you want to that's it well we talked I
1: thought about that this morning I was like I'm feeling quite calm as I'm staring at you shooing this spider out talking to it like it's a little kid and then I remembered that we'd come to the point where we thought our phobias our spider phobia our arachnophobia if i'm going to be correct (laughs) is uh yours is that you don't know where it's come from it's like a surprise right yeah it's a surprise and then i'm
0: not sure where
1: it's headed yes so grace doesn't like hidden things she doesn't Mm. like we're going into the deep psychological aspects of why we're terrified of these small little creatures that are quite creative and amazing mm. and I don't like well I don't like surprises I don't like to be like surprise guess what life's
0: like this now <laughs> like you a, a, a negative
1: kind of like I don't want it to jump at me and Grace doesn't want it to hide and just mm. be there and
0: yeah anyway I, I feel like today when I was shooing it out I was I actually felt really calm You looked really calm. I've learned that coming at it more gently Makes it move more gently. Like, did you realize, yeah. that, see that how it you didn't? You were dancing. It didn't through the house. Yeah, it didn't. It was kind of just slowly, gently moving its way out of to the door, like at the, the back yeah. door, rather than like when I've previously tried to. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, move them on, or yeah, get rid of them. They. Yes. My energy has been like so fearful. Terrified. That they move so erratically, but the, this morning it mm-hmm. was didn't move erratically. strategy. New strategy. Yeah. New
1: strategy. You know, this really brings me to my confession. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> all right. That. So if you don't know how two rad chicks works and not to cut off your trauma, we can talk about it all day no. long, Grace, because um, it's a shared trauma, but this is how two rad chicks works. We share a confession, a big heartfelt confession each week, and then we share an adventure that we've been on together. We're well, generally together. And then we share our obsessions, which are our songs of the week. So, my confession, should I go first? Okay, yeah, go first. Okay, all right, because it's, it's very closely related to this. My confession is that I have terrible thoughts. Mm. Now, yes. Grace and I have coined these uh, feelings, emotions, waves of, I would, to use a word that would closely and easily describe what this is, waves of anxiety, I would say. Yeah. So... I'm not a psychologist. I studied it very briefly, uh, but I'm a feeler and a woman who is in a new situation in life and I have terrible thoughts. Mm. Where, What are they? Well, they're not like axe murdering thoughts. They're not like those kind of terrible thoughts. They're not even the terrible thoughts like sometimes. And it's made me think about terrible thoughts that I've had throughout my life Like you know, I feel like when I was in my twenties, I had terrible thoughts, anxiety, black might keep me up at night about what's going to happen. You know, where am I going to make money? What what's my job going to be? And as I've moved through life, and I felt way more secure in myself, and my career, and my ability to build an amazing life, I don't really have those terrible thoughts now. They're more like terrible thoughts about, like the spider. Like something bad might happen. Like something terrible. Like what? Am I avoiding telling you exactly what my terrible thoughts are? Maybe people listening to this can relate. Do you have terrible thoughts?
0: And what are they? Yeah, what are they? I feel like um, we've had lots of conversations about these terrible thoughts that creep in. And um, I remember you saying that they feel worse when or they're magnified when you are feeling isolated or you yes. you you avoid the situation that you're in yes to try and deal with it but then that can sometimes is that yes is, yes is that a good
1: summary that, yeah. that then So I think probably all humans go through this and anyone listening can probably relate. So we have a terrible thought, we have negative thoughts, or we have spirals of thought patterns in our mind as we all do. And then we all have different ways of dealing with them. So this is obviously why we see, yeah, so many patterns of human behavior from extreme negative to extremely Mm. powerful and positive or the rise of yoga and meditation and breath work and all these are all coping strategies. But some of us have the coping strategy of avoidance.
0: Mm.
1: Head in the sand. Head in the sand. Wherever. Head somewhere else, because I don't want the terrible thoughts in my head.
0: I feel like, um, oh, what was I? I was going to ask you a question. Mm. Wait. It's coming
1: back. You want me to tell you my terrible thoughts? Well, you can if you would like to. Here is the thing, and this is something really powerful. Um, I want to kind of preface it by saying that I, no one is exempt from having terrible thoughts. And I personally have moved through so many different strategies in my life to navigate life as a human and the monkey mind and that lizard brain that we have that attaches to stuff.
0: Also, as a creative person, Mm. I feel as though you can very quickly whip up the most elaborate Ooh. stories in Ooh. your mind. Yes. You can create some really amazing stories. Yes. And you can also create some really amazingly terrible stories. Yes. Yes, so that that is the the spectrum of
1: anything in life, I feel, that you have if the greater your ability to feel passion and love and expansion and pleasure also makes way for the greater to feel the depths of other shadow feelings as well Mm. the greater your imagination to make up like the most incredible systems or stories or plays or choreography also the greater your expansion of imagination to make up terrible thought stories
0: (laughs) have you found any strategies that help you with your terrible thoughts?
1: Well, I am a very, very long-term advocate of moving your feelings. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing a lot of us can probably relate to. When our terrible thoughts are so heavy in our head, it's almost like our head is cut off from our body. Mm, and even as so someone cute. who has spent their whole entire life moving their body as a way, not just to feel good in their body or to feel strong, but also to shift emotion... Even for me, there are days when I totally forget to move for days on end. And it's almost like it just builds and builds and builds. I The other day I read something. And look, I have been through every, you know, I've spent days in meditation. I've spent like weeks, months, years in yogic practice. Like I've done all of the things. And sometimes when the terrible thoughts become so big, all of that stuff goes out the window. And you're yeah, like, whoa, it's so true. Yeah. where does all these years, decades of... This mind training and this body movement, and it's mm. just gone.
0: You almost need a jar, like a, a jar. terrible thought jar, so <laughs> yeah. you have all your um, your strategies in yes. that jar. And then when you do feel like that, you're like, okay, I have a jar for this. I have a jar. Yes. Where is it? Yes, and you can pull something out from that jar yes. too. Whether it be an activity or... A, yeah, um, yeah. And a it's finding
1: the bridge between your terrible thought heaviness or the stories that you're making up. Or look, for some people are diagnosed with depression or anxiety. I personally am not. The bridge between that, what feels like the reality for you in that moment and then the strategies that you have accumulated over life. The other day I read something that was really powerful that was... Um, deciphering the difference between anxiety and intuition and things like that sometimes it 's just you you fall or you stumble upon some great wisdom,
0: which by the way
1: is always inside of you always if, yeah always.
0: I feel that you generally you have felt these feelings before, like mm. you 've been in this place, yeah before at some point of your life, yes, and you have. Come out the other yes. side yes, and sometimes that's hard to remember, yes, when
1: you're in it it's so true um, when I was younger, uh, I had a really incredible uh, connection and mentor with a beautiful human who ironically took his own life, so life is big and bold, and we we can really um, I can really move to accept that, but his wisdom, and he was a Reiki master. For me and I, I learned, I studied Reiki under him and we were super duper close in so many ways. But he always said to me, this too shall pass. The highest of high, like the most ecstatic, gorgeous, incredible pleasure, it will pass. It's, you're not going to stay there the whole time. you No way. Can you imagine? Gosh. <laughs> and the lowest of lows, the most painful depths of say grief or self-sabotage or whatever um that will pass too Definitely. it all moves on yeah mm.
0: yeah sometimes mm. do you feel when you feel like that or you have these raging terrible thoughts inside of your mm-hmm. brain um do you feel that you're looking for a way to let it pass Mm. And sometimes do you feel as though you just have to kind of sit through it and like question yourself or why you're feeling like that and try and get to the root of it? Yeah. Or, yeah, what's your process? Do you... I think it's just being really hyper
1: aware of of how you're feeling. And if you are spiraling to a place where you're avoiding and isolating and rejecting and and pulling yourself away from everything. Or for me in the past, I was very uh, much into avoidance would be super active. So I would go out dancing or out to, it was escapism Mm. rather than avoidance, like isolation. So watching the ways and. I do want to say this is not my full-time life. This is not how – I'm not, you know, uh, please um, understand. Yeah, I'm not 100% terrible thought life. I I live a very diverse you uh, life, life inside of my brain. Uh, but it's just recognizing that they're there, that we can't be. We're not all. And what we see, I think – Another reason why I brought this up is a lot of times what we see on social media, we talk about this a ton. Uh, Everyone's putting up there, living my best life. But that is a very small percentage of what the capacity and the spectrum of the human brain and activity actually does.
0: We don't all live our best life every minute of every day.
1: That is insane.
0: Can you imagine if we all just uploaded photos like a photo a day on Instagram to show the world what's really going on, mm-hmm. not just hey, this is my epic self laying on the epic beach at yeah, epic. Look how weather. hot my bum looks. But as opposed don't... to, you know, that might have been three minutes out yeah. of that person's day, yeah. And the yeah. rest of the time they could have been mm. crying in bed, and or I, you know, like yeah, not always. No. I don't try to put them yeah. that down, but. It's important to Mm.
1: Well, I think that's why we're seeing
0: more and more the push and
1: the, the connection to what was you know it was once my authentic self oh my god like and that was even that was you know this is my best life I'm living my best life as my authentic self but even those layers have been peeled back I guess on social media or it's like no actually really what's going on because yeah. if we're talking about authenticity then we're talking about a whole range totally of thoughts feelings activities energy it's not just mm. one one channel for the whole of life yeah. so mm.
0: I wonder I just had this thought just now mm. how there's Instagram stories yes. and you know how people were uploading photos and then being like felt cute might delete later Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Instagram is probably been like oh these people are uploading photos and deleting them all the time so let's yeah. put something so it's just like a 24-hour thing and they don't have to delete them this is oh, yeah. like just do it themselves yeah I feel as though everyone is way more active on their stories than posting Mm -hmm. um, actual posts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, part of me is wonders, like, is that, are they sharing their realness more through their stories? Yes. Uh, Because you go through, like, somebody's feed and you can, everything just looks amazing, generally. And then I like that the stories can sometimes be a little bit more well they're there in that moment generally speaking Mm. which is kind of cool it's the shifting
1: nature of what our environment and our brain space and our life is Mm. it's like it does shift it shifts more quickly than 24 hours yeah there's actually lots of funny memes too where it's like one small inconvenience can totally topple people I think the whole thing is self-awareness Definitely. Always has been, always will be. And not, and self-awareness being, how am I moving through this right now? Where is my connection with my body, with my breath, with the people around me and the, the ways, the healthy ways? And I thought you were going to say before, I've noticed that you have more terrible thoughts when, and I can actually say, like, if anyone's listening to this, just as a way to monitor self and monitor, I feel... When we are in abundance of health and balance, even when big things – I mean, yeah, because we spoke in last week's episode, Grace and I are in a a relatively new – I mean, we're not like five minutes into our relationship, but it's new and it's big and it's brought up many beautiful, incredible shifts and changes. And also, I'm moving through – Um, a shift with my past relationship and then we're getting to know each other. So there's a whole bunch of like bigness that has come to like, I see it, the analogy is like this, like aerating of the soil, Mm. you know, so that it's all kind of moving. It doesn't mean like nothing is, is potently negative, but there's a whole bunch of movement at the station. (laughs) And so what that often does is that unearths things that may have, being dormant or when we are in connection with a new human um, or when we're vulnerable enough to allow ourselves to be deeply in love that brings shadow parts of us to the surface and we can either get rid of or just try to push them away or hopefully we can unpack them in a really healthy way but when our health that for me is the food that i'm putting in my body, the way that i'm moving my body, how i am expressing myself, how i'm allowing the thoughts to come out in positive ways through conversation or connection or art or creativity. Those things are essential. If i lay on the couch and shove chips into my belly and i don't i'm trying to th- like just watch telly or numb myself out with alcohol or you know any of the, that to me personally everyone has their own way that just compounds the negative thoughts oh yeah just gets worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. until there's a blowout oh yeah so for me i'm not i'm not willing to go down that path but it's a conscious choice
0: totally do you feel like you have to is that something how as a, a way of coping that you might have chosen ever or it's just yeah, now totally. you've noticed that?
1: Yeah, I think a whole bunch of people choose that path. That mm. path being the, um, what's the word for it? Radical. Numbing. Numbing. Radical, numbing, escapism. Uh, for me, it's numbing. So anytime that we try to cram down things like use drugs, alcohol, um, some people yeah some people like use telly or gaming or, none of these things are bad in a tiny like I don't have I'm not saying you know we have to be extremists and be away from everything all of the time to navigate our terrible thoughts but when we use them as a way to push them down yeah. and not explore them that's when yeah she gets really terrifying yeah I
0: think yeah it's important to be curious when you're feeling like that and um, have you found that it's good to talk about them? Yeah, it's actually really scary though. If any, Because um, it's a vulnerability? Yeah.
1: Yes. Think. Okay, this is the last little bit before we get on to Grace's confession. But what I wanted to say was what I've discovered is... Uh, and, and this was the, going back to that, what's the difference between intuition and anxiety? When you speak, if you have a terrible thought or a feeling or something, like a, it could be a gut feeling or a brain feeling, so we're kind of differentiating between a story that I've made up in my head versus a feeling and a gut feeling that I have in my body. The difference between that is anxiety or a made-up story in your head. When you go to speak those words to someone else or when you go to say it to someone friends or, or maybe even a therapist it doesn't make sense it feels like yeah. total weird bullshit like you actually are like I don't think I can actually say this because it's so bizarre and weird yeah. whereas an in intuition a knowing a body a gut feeling when you go to speak those words or when you go to share that story it feels like a yes and a knowing this is my truth and so that That for me, that felt like pure wisdom, the difference between anxiety, a story made up in the mind, and um, intuition, a gut feeling.
0: Yeah. That's such a good way to look at it. Mm. And that's such a good question to ask yourself when you are feeling those Mm. terrible thoughts. Like, Mm -hmm. is this Mm. real? Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. And amazing if you have someone to be able to share those feelings with as well even though it feels scary amazing and the important thing to
1: realize is that we all have someone to share that with in times where our terrible thoughts are taking over and i use the i don't use the word terrible thoughts like we've given it that kind of cute name (laughs) together (laughs) to to kind of um describe it but for some people it's much more than terrible thoughts but that we all have someone to talk to Mm. and you can feel like you have no one in fact there's so many times when you'll feel like i'm the only one feeling this or no one else would understand or if I said this, this would be like they'd think I was stupid or weird or whatever, but there are if it's not someone that's close to you or you feel like you can't speak to someone around you, um me. bless me. you. There's always someone to help. There's always someone to talk to, and talking it through and letting it out is so powerful. Grace has gone on a sneezing fit. Now, actually, great segue. Just as Grace's sinuses kick into action, she's going to tell us her
0: confession. Can you breathe? Are you okay? I can breathe. Ooh, suck it back. I can breathe. I can breathe. Um, My confession is a health confession. Mm -hmm. My health, the time I can remember, I've always had something going on, you know, and I feel like for me it's when I... And going through something emotional, my body will always bring it out, okay. basically. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'll, you know, I've had rashes and, like, <laughs> all sorts of things. I've, yeah, been an asthmatic and still am. It's, like, something that is just feels like it's been all my life. Um, it's
1: a part of you. Yeah,
0: and I – my asthma was, like – something that happened when we moved from the Gold Coast to Cairns Mm. and I was seven and I never wanted to leave where we Mm. were. And I got asthma when we were in Cairns and it was just like such a strange thing because generally being in tropical climates is much better for your respiratory. Oh, yeah. I feel like it was to do with maybe the emotional thing of not wanting to leave where felt mm-hmm. safe and where mm. i knew and what was familiar i had lots of i have still do have lots of family on the coast here yeah. which is really beautiful and for me that always felt like a really safe net kind mm. of
1: so being taken away from that you feel like that underlying emotional
0: yeah. feeling caused and well, a physical i yeah i feel like when i look back at it I'm not sure, like, you know, you can never be like, yeah, that's it. That's exactly Exactly right. That's one thing that I noticed and Mm -hmm. and just in my body in general, like throughout years of, um, yeah, growing up and going through different phases of life. Mm -hmm. I feel it as though anytime I've been under any kind of pressure or stress, Even though I'm always, I always feel like I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, you know, Mm. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm doing things. It's good. Uh, My body yeah. My body will kind of tell you the "Uh, truth, girlfriend. Authentic self. (laughs) I'm gonna give you a rash. (laughs) Yeah, you you think you're doing good, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So. For me, recently, I have been dealing with uh, candida. Mm-hmm. I've also got this kind of fungal rash on my body at the moment, which we affectionately refer to as fungalitis. Fungalitis, ah, <laughs> oh, a picture of health. I should, I should upload a photo of what's really going on to Instagram. A photo of my naked fungalitis to body it's okay I'm loving it <laughs> yeah but giving it lots of I'm giving love. it lots of love yeah so I've kind of been on this journey because my health is really important to me as well I feel like how can you do anything when you're not feeling good not in balance yeah yeah and yeah.
1: So what have you been doing? Mm-mm. Give us the, the, rundown the rundown on the fungalitis.
0: Okay, so fungalitis, I'm not really sure what I can do about that. <laughs> it seems to be getting worse, actually. Look, you it's do hot. live in it's the most hot. humid. You know,
1: the body is an organism just like, a tr- like the tree. The, the tree's got fungalitis all yeah. over it. Um, technical term, fungalitis. So, But what have you been
0: doing to combat the... My insides I've, so I went, gut health health is, yeah, I've learned a lot recently about gut health. When I first was um, getting these symptoms, I was going to the doctor and just asking for help because Mm -hmm. I was so over Mm -hmm. feeling it. It was, it's frustrating when you, you Mm -hmm. don't feel right in your body and I had a couple of treatments for my candida Mm -hmm. and that it would clear the symptoms and then it would come back. Yeah. And it kind of gets you down when you feel Mm. like you're like, I'm trying my best. I'm doing all the things, you know, well, you feel like you've made changes in your life and it's still kind of coming back. So for me, I was eating like chocolate every day yum yum i love chocolate i love sweets i was such a sugar, sugar. addict, addict. Mm-hmm. just my favorite probably being smarties Ooh. love smarties that's right and and ice cream
1: and uh, all those yummy delicious things yeah. that are so tempting all around us all of the time yeah. but
0: actually they're filled with shit so much shit and my working like doing cutting hair can get really busy yeah and sometimes i feel as though if you really love what you do and you don't want bad you always want to do really good work Mm -hmm. which i do i never want to send hair out that i'm not happy with no of course you don't mind you're you kind of get so in the zone that you spend extra time with a client and that might you might do that three or four times throughout uh, your day, and you don't, and then you before you know it you you've eaten up your whole entire lunch break, yeah right, okay. and if you're not prepared and you don't have snacks that are easy to eat on the run, yeah you end up just eating chocolate or yeah, you know something you're like i need a I need a yeah quick fix, yeah.
1: And there's so much fast food readily available. And oh. what used to be nature's fast food, an apple, a banana, a you know, something that was grown from the earth is now that's the smallest part of the soup of any supermarket yeah now it's aisles and aisles and aisles of glittery wrapped beautiful like please eat me and i'm on sale as well so you should totally get me so we're, we're up against that as well yeah um so it's so easy to grab something that's sugar laden and then over and over and over again and then the body says hey fungalitis hey
0: fungalitis i'm still here yes so I have been on this journey. The doctors uh, said if this keeps continuing, what our next option is to go on a three month, uh, three months of taking a medication mm-hmm. to clean, like clean sure. out. It's an antifungal sure. thing that basically yeah. would kill everything inside everything. Of my guts, including the good stuff. So. I, Deanne, you've been so um, supportive on this journey as well. N- you know, your knowledge of food and food medicine. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing is basically there's the anti-candida diet, which is basically just f- fresh food. Yeah. Uh, not, no, nothing. Um Nothing baked. Yeah, really? <laughs> well, you can yeah. eat baked things. have been eating incredible food. And yeah. And the
1: recipes on that – look, I actually hate the word diet and I hate the feeling mm. that it's being restricted because I feel what you've discovered is not only health in your body and – it your ability to take responsibility for your health and not put it in the hands of pharmaceutical companies. Don't let me rant about how much <laughs> I hate them um, and how I believe that the medicine is in the food. But that uh, that there's also incre- – we've been making these beautiful new recipes yeah. and foods that we hadn't previously been eating together because we were on this, ooh, strawberries yeah. dipped in chocolate. Ooh, kind Don't of it. vibe for a bit which is not good yeah. for either of us
0: no so i've just yeah i've been eating lots of fruits uh well actually not lots of fruits no the the fruits i have been eating have been berries yeah and lots of nuts and mm. vegetables mm-hmm. eggs yeah fish yeah really clean uh diane doesn't eat meat But But I've been eating some fish and I think I, I confess
1: that was one of my confessions last season that, and, um, I've had a few wobbles around it, but I've been feeling okay. Mm. Ate a bit of fish and was feeling itchy and weird. And also just the whole fish thing. Like they're cute and I love them and why am I putting them in my belly? But, Mm. um, yeah, it's been a good growing learning experience for us both.
0: So good. I'm feeling a lot better in my body. So, I tried this and then kind of slipped over Christmas, probably a little mm. bit, and mm. then, um, and then I had it come back, the candida. So I was, and then I was just done with it. So, for me, giving up sugar and bakery treats and bread and any kind of. Food processed. with yeah processed foods yeah is all Refined gone out the window. Like Even the body. I've been every time now that I'm looking for or doing the groceries, I'm looking at the back of the labels. Yeah, I'm that person it's, now. But it's
1: really exciting and
0: it's actually like it's powerful
1: to learn about what we're putting because we can get so. It's like that escapism or it's like that just shutting, oh. suppressing things like oh it's whatever. So I'm too true. busy. I'm too tired. I can't be bothered. That's annoying. Yeah. I don't want to be on a diet. Ooh. Those People, yeah, those people are all sick for a reason, yeah, because we're given all of this processed food.
0: It's like a coping mechanism and stress relief, it's like anxiety. Mm. I've realized, and even I used to do this um, when I was um, maybe, yeah, doing my apprenticeship and uh, starting new jobs or starting a new job. I noticed that I would uh, it's kind of I would eat dry cereal and I realized <laughs> after a while that I that was anxiety like yeah I was gnawing on the, the feeling yeah. of chewing something crunchy yep. and like yeah well, all cereals have sugar in them pretty yeah, much so totally getting it yet. was just like this mm-hmm. um anxiety mm-hmm. coping mechanism yep. and you see like I've done it so many times as well where you finished work and you're like, I need a chocolate. Absolutely. Now, I think about it staunch, every day. You staunch down to your local yeah. supermarket and you're in there buying Crunchy Greatest Bar. Greatest life. And before you even left the front door of that shop, you're Gone. already Yeah. It's actually
1: when I first met you um, – not when I first met you because that was years ago, but when we first – um, were together like we would just I was like oh again shared trauma shared addiction I was like I love this chick so much we went to like a supermarket and like grabbed a whole bunch of sugary snacks and Grace had the packets ripped open before <laughs> she was even out the door and like shoving it into her mouth and I was like oh this chick doesn't hold back she's like full no authentic self I was loving it but I knew it was a slippery slope oh um, god to yeah. just like this is gonna get out of control for both of us yeah so it's not to be down on ourselves like i'm talking about my terrible thoughts and grace is talking about her eating habits which we both share it's it's
0: something that we can just be aware of yeah definitely and being aware of it has made me realize and made me more disciplined i guess in making sure that i have the right kind of snacks on hand all the time because when you do feel like you need something, you've got you know some nuts mm, in your bag. Or yeah.
1: what's been the big challenges in shifting? Uh, yeah, let's not say. Uh, what well, I don't want to say the word diet, but in upping your nutrient game. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, been, what's the, been the biggest challenges? The biggest what's been challenges really hard for you, apart from getting off sugar. Well, that's been crazy big. That's been big. You were really good though. I didn't, you weren't like headaches, vomiting, like some, some withdrawals are
0: hectic. Yeah, I felt pretty good. The biggest challenge I feel is maybe slightly socially Mm, Yeah, when people say, uh, invite you for dinner or they want to hang out and they want to do it over a meal. Mm -hmm. I kind of have to be prepared to either you know go somewhere where yeah. i can have some yeah fresh fish mm. or veggies mm. or something most places are pretty good now yeah. like they also have vegan and yeah. options and stuff but sometimes you know like vegan and vegetarian food Don't mean, like that yeah. doesn't mean that you're eating not healthily or nutritiously no way vegan burgers there's all day long so much, not good yeah there's so much sugar and or mm-hmm. Not in everything, but if you're eating something that is like a vegan chicken burger, yeah, like what the fuck it's is they making that out of?
1: Everything, so yeah, and I think that's there's been like this big sweep of people are being healthy because there's, I mean, around us, there are so many health food stores, but even when we go in and look at all of those products, then they're not vine ripe they're not like growing from the earth they're, no. they're, all of these companies have sprouted up creating processed food under the health food banner under yeah. the wellness
0: banner and so even being careful of that kind of stuff yeah is important. I, w- I was in the health food aisle yesterday i needed a snack and i was like <laughs> what is here like what is available i looked turned over so many packets mm. to find that there's preservatives emulsifiers yeah, which triggers sugar so many
1: things in our body sugar
0: even in savory snacks yeah, like totally really
1: yeah there, yeah
0: it's there's no point no i it's, know it's like the what point is the is point that
1: it's another industry that's making money from yeah. something that's actually not entirely authentic so yeah exactly it's they're not selling real. health yeah but
0: it's not health
1: yeah it's not at all and yeah, I mean there's this could go into <laughs> Sorry, we're doing we way no, over time. Eat your fruits and veggies yeah. that are organic. So even for us now we're um and I've been through the actually it was a really similar time in my life when I was 28 29 I had been dealing with some big health issues that were mostly uh like period pain and um skin same. I didn't have fungalitis, I had like psoriasis, like it was really intense. And I was like geez after so many years and I looked at the root emotional causes of it as well but I knew that food is medicine and nothing else was helping doctors would give me stuff that would burn my skin I'd be like what the hell like I'm going to you guys for help and it's just making it worse and yeah just terrible and I've witnessed you go through that too Grace and I was like all right gonna have to turn to the natural source of all things which was food and going raw vegan for so long um yeah socially was challenging yeah that's the biggest challenge dude you don't eat you can't eat anything like how annoying are you but how annoying was it for me to deal with all, that the all the health issues yeah, in my... Yeah, totally. It's like I, we hear a lot of stories, um, Aussies love to drink, and we hear like when someone chooses to give up alcohol, they're like, what's wrong with you? Oh you know, it's like going gosh. through that yeah. kind of um, that, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, we have sweet friends and family who understand, but it's then the deeper you dig into what's going into your body, like we are now searching for the most nutrient-dense uh raw or organics like so that none of the the chemicals that are sprayed on all of our foods are triggering graces Mm. and mine as well I'm not out of the woods by any but it's yeah you can just keep going and going and going and uncover what is actually being sold Mm -hmm. to us is really it's crazy yeah it's
0: outrageous really when Mm. I've you know the more I look into it I'm Mm. almost offended and now I just am conscious so conscious of i walk down the street and you see so many people eating at these fast food places mm. and none of them ever look healthy. That's from the outside. Imagine what they yeah. are looking like on the inside. Yeah. Terrible. And thoughts. we've got no idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> many see. terrible
1: thoughts in there, but there's a pill for that or, you know, and actually yeah. I'm not going to go down because people do need that for like so many different reasons and that's mm. very important that we choose our own health path and our own mental health path um but the masking of things with food and pharmaceuticals that Definitely. are not always needed for some yeah. some particular people but yeah it's i feel like, so
0: much better in my body yeah
1: you look at like i'm looking at you right now the sun's coming through the sunlight's uh, coming through the window and like your eyeballs are glowing and and your skin is really healthy and there's a bit of fungalitis there but you know it will uh, it will move past. it will pass it it shall pass too (laughs) this too shall pass uh yeah okay anything else you'd like to say about your fungalitis slash candida slash
0: well i just feel like yeah this it's important for heaps of women to understand that I've since talking about it so many people I know in my circle have mm. experienced it. Some of them have tried all of the medical routes mm. and still not found a solution. It's frustrating. So I feel as though sacrificing bread and sugar <laughs> and those kind of things to feel good in my body again is so worth it and for me i've found I've seen results so far hopefully um that will continue to happen and I have learned to eat a healthier diet or healthier more nutrient food for my body. Mm. I feel as though you know women who might be going through something yeah similar for sure can look into other ways of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. it just might mean sacrificing sugar and bread which at first i don't Tiana, yeah i was so upset so i was like oh, i goodness. can't eat anything yes. anymore there
1: was some denial it, there was some refusal like yeah. even times when you know i don't i didn't want to kind of say grab grace and shake her and be like look you the medicines just don't work i don't know i don't know when you're gonna get it through <laughs> like i was like all right she's gonna go on her own path but um there was total disbelief she was like nah I don't know surely not giving up sugar and bread I was like oh that's full addictive because I know it so well addicted to the sugars it's so yummy it's so good I'm yeah I'm definitely still addicted Still uh, addicted. Yeah. Okay. So, so much goodness to talk about there. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our adventure though? Oh, We yeah, can just we've quickly go adventure. through
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We yeah. went yeah. to a burlesque show oh, the other night. Yes, we did. With it was gorgeous. my dad and his girlfriend. Yes. And we, I'd never been to a full burlesque show before. So that was mm. really cool to mm. see mm. that. Yeah. And in preparation, because I would love to put together a burlesque routine yes. of my own. Mm-hmm. I've got the outfit, she does just need to work on the choreography done now. The photo shoot, done the photo it's shoot, happening. Yeah, yeah. It there was a tiny little man who emceed it. was, there it. He was, he was so cool. Iman, and he was,
1: yes, Iman. I have seen, I have seen shows all over the planet and some have been very extreme and some have been very vanilla and uh hundreds and hundreds of different performers thousands maybe and i've never seen him you've never seen him no i'd never seen him or a tiny man in fact i've never seen a tiny man do a strip striptease down to a g-string with, and be so hairy
0: yes a I've hairy tiny the man
1: strangest things in my life and never that
0: and he um he was in proportion too, yes. which I found super amazing. funny. He was comedic. He was, really he was actually the
1: MC of this show. Um, the show being, uh, Bruns does burlesque and the burlesque was beautiful. There were three performers and they all did a great job. I was talking to a friend yesterday who was like, yeah, I'm not really into burlesque. And I was like, yeah, I've seen so many burlesque shows and performed with burlesque troops myself and, um, done, you know, studied and done so many workshops and learned how to tassel my and uh all of that stuff it has been a it's it's a beautiful art form which i think has been shifted and changed as all art forms have over time and but there's one thing that they always do so well and that is the diamante sparkly g-string oh yeah yes and the um the nipple tassel whatever might be put on their nipples grace yeah. is grace is really taking it out of the box with what she's gluing to her nipples yeah so.
0: wait and see guys you'll yeah. have to come and see my shows it was good fun that was our adventure
1: we've been on so many adventures recently that we would love to share them and we're but we just don't have time and we're also planning some really big ones oh <gasps> so you have to keep tuning in because it could be going in. global
0: yes it's getting exciting hey what about your obsessions my obsessions okay i'm gonna go down the folk Path today, delicious. So I have really been into a song called "Real Love Baby" by Father John Misty. Yeah, and I love the lyrics. One of the lyrics is, "I'm a flower, you're a bee." It's so cute. So yeah, it's really cute. And then I was listening to that radio, and then another song came on last night that I really loved called i am the changer by cotton jones oh cool yeah yeah epic yeah so they are my i don't think obsessions. oh yeah i
1: remember you started singing a different song yeah that was really cool
0: my tv is a hot stand
1: yes love the lyrics that you make up
0: what are your oh, obsessions? Oh, jeez,
1: there's so many, Come so on. many. Well, the other night when we were hanging out, I, I don't know what, thank goodness for Spotify radio. So if you don't know it, you there's a song that comes on that you love and you're like, I want to listen to the radio of that. What was that old Pandora used to be like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that was, Pandora. That They must wow. have stolen their technology. Well done, Spotify. Um, and a guy came on and he were, the, the song that I loved was Down the Line, It Takes a Number by Ramere, Romare, R-O-M-A-R-E. Oh, yeah. And now I've fallen in love with all of his songs. So they're all incredible. We are going to put these songs, so each week we give two songs each. We'll put them on to radchicks.com, T-O-O, radchicks.com. Yep. So that you can find them if you forget. And we'll, oh, we're also making a Spotify. We also have playlist. a Spotify playlist yeah. to Rad Chicks. So you can find it there. And don't forget to follow us as well. Because yeah. you can follow us on Spotify or any of those good places. The other song that I... It's hard to choose this week. But the other song that I love is Purple Hat by Sophie Tucker. And the reason why I love it is because it came on at the Burlesque show. And then Grace's dad's girlfriend she was like, I really love it. Yeah. And she was like getting into it. And I love when I see someone that I like, uh, move their body in any way when they're, they're moved by something. Yeah. like an Yeah. That a was a really or, cool song. Yeah, I've never heard cool. it before. I no, really it. And I know Sophie Tucker and oh, I know that the music creator and, uh, yeah, they do cool stuff. And this was a funky one. I yeah. almost, it almost makes me want to do a show myself. So
0: amazing yes please
1: i'll do a show for you grace epic yeah i'll get ready okay wow all right we went over time big stuff big big stuff yes good
0: good topics and if yeah if you have any questions um about anything let us know we'll see you on the gram as our authentic selves well
1: Almost definitely. Yeah. the <laughs> awesome. dot okay Love Thank you. Thank you for tuning
0: in. We will see you next week. Ciao. Bye. 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 Bye.